Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. When I discussed yesterday that there's a panel in California that is suggesting reparations in terms of uh, more than a million dollars per, uh, I, I, I took it from the uh, I love this conversation. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. I love it. I love it. I love it. Go on. Discuss reparations. Go on. Set your number. Make it happen. I want to see how you get this done. I want to see how cities or states uh, afford it, especially those states that had nothing to do with with the Civil War, had nothing to do with uh, being a state that had slavery. I want to see how you blame people today for slavery then. And I want to understand how it is that black Americans are going to say yes to a deal and tell black Americans of future generations, yeah, we took the deal. Doesn't matter whether you like it or not. And how are you going to stop future generations from saying, well, we didn't accept that deal. Where's our deal? I'm I'm just going to sip my tea. I, I refuse to get wrapped up. There are some things where, you know, I jump in both feet. There are some things where I'm like, I'll just stand over here. Reparations, best of luck. You figure it out. What I didn't do was ask myself, wait a second. How does this play politically in a state like California where Gavin Newsom has designs on the White House? This panel is going to say that people can get upwards of $1.2 million for reparations, for dealing with the legacy of slavery. How does this affect Gavin Newsom politically? I should have asked that question. Because now Governor Newsom is not endorsing the cash payments. The reparations task forces, independent findings and recommendations are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance justice and promote healing. This has been an important process, and we should continue to work as a nation to reconcile our original sin of slavery and understand how that history has shaped our country. So it sounds like he's all in favor, but he won't endorse the recommendations. What he wants to do is advance systemic changes that ensure an inclusive and equitable future for all Californians. So he's in favor of wealth redistribution, just, you know, not maybe this wealth redistribution. Let's say it differently. Gavin Newsom doesn't believe in reparations, Democrats. Your move. Your move. What do you want to do? How do you want to handle it? When does he get called a racist? When does he get called a bigot? When does he get called privileged? When does it happen? Why didn't you remove this guy from office when you had the chance? And aren't, aren't 
isn't the party going to one day nominate him for president? Even though I can't imagine Democrats outside of Biden pushing for a white man to be president of the United States. But hey, you know, uh, sometimes you see things. I think this is an absolutely sensational story that the people pushing this now take their governors, their mayors, their fellow Democrats and put them on the record. You've got a city councilor in Denver who wants this. Let's see where where Governor Polis is. Let's go find out. Oh, I didn't play the part two. Shame on me. Shame on me. That's going to be great. This is going to be absolutely great. But not as great as the popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. I haven't even had the chance to hear it yet. Jackie Heinrich of Fox News getting into it with Corinne Jean-Pierre over this MAGA extreme Republican nonsense. Uh, I don't know Jackie personally. I've I've done her shows, uh, weekends uh, there on Fox uh, quite a few times. I like her. Uh, I I think... uh, solid at her job and solid as as a reporter and has done a has forced people to recognize her as very admirable in how she deals with the the White House beat being the number 2 to 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 Peter Ducey. I mean really that everybody is at at Fox because of what he's done. But she's handled it solid. Uh Aisha Hosni whose name I always butcher, but I never mean to, who used to be here on Fox 59. She's now with with, with Fox News, uh, and she's in D.C. Also, solid, solid reporter. Well, um, Jackie Heinrich is there in the White House briefing room and starts asking some questions. 43 Republican senators signed on to a letter opposing raising the debt ceiling without budget reforms. And 217 members in the House voted for that bill to raise the debt limit with cuts to spending. Does the White House consider all of those members to be dangerous MAGA Republican extremists? Great question. Because it's a question that gets to the heart of nonsense talking points from the Democratic Party and Corinne Jean-Pierre, who is campaigning from the White House briefing room, and sets the recognition that there is real support for raising the debt ceiling. McCarthy, Biden, and and the rest of the leadership meet. They they haven't agreed on anything. They're going to have more meetings. But Republicans have already passed the legislation in the House, and there are 43 senators who are like, this is fine. Jackie Heinrich is asking the right question here. Do they understand what the cuts that they're voting for is going to do? Do they? Do that's the question. I mean, Republicans in Congress, in the House specifically, voted for cuts that's going to hurt American families. It wasn't cuts. It was keeping spending levels, as McCarthy discussed again and again yesterday, where they were five months ago. They're calling them cuts, but it's a lie. It's not a cut if you didn't already spend the money. And we can't afford the things. And some people are going to get hurt. I'm already hurt by the debt. So her argument here is, is false. Her argument here is irrational. 
But that's the whole plan. Cuts, cuts, cuts. Look at the damage they're doing. Let it continue. I mean, we can't say this enough. 22% cuts to veterans, healthcare, schools. That's what they voted for. That's what, and, and this is not, okay, but this is not, this is not just, this is their constituents. This is what they voted for. And, and those constituents that they're voting on behalf of have said that they're concerned about their retirements, about the effects of inflation, and those members represent more than half of the country in the House. I mean, those, that's the majority of, of districts in the country, that they're voting on behalf of those constituents who are expressing concern about where the economy is. So I guess, how can the White House continue to use messaging calling this the Default on America Act um, and and paint this legislation in in such a way without having a a conversation about the budget um, when you've got half the country saying that they want that conversation? That's very good. That is very, very good. And what does Corinne Jean-Pierre do? Back to the talking points. So House Republicans are threatening a first ever default. They want the president to agree on a plan in its entirety that includes cuts, that includes cuts to programs that are incredibly important for the American family because they want to hold the American economy hostage. Because that's what they're saying that they want to do by threatening uh, by threatening a default. Their bill would raise the debt limits. They passed a bill to raise the debt limit. So they're, the conversation... Connect, I hear you, but they are connecting passing whatever, this debt limit, to cuts. They're not cuts if the money hasn't been spent. We need the cuts and what Jackie Heinrich has done here is really exposed the myth of the progressive argument the Republicans raised the debt limit why aren't you doing your job and that's how Americans see it that's how the American family is going to see it oh we're not talking about the true blue ideologues we're talking about you know the normal people